G'day, welcome to On The Road, the number one Australian trucking podcast made for Aussie truckies by Aussie truckies. We're an independent voice in Australian trucking and proudly brought to you by NTI, Australia's leading transport and logistics insurer. G'day, welcome to show 145. Here we are yet again doing the On The Road Aussie Truckman podcast. Well, I've got to say, this week we've had a little bit of news that made me very, very happy. We have jumped to number 66 in the world in uh, trucking podcasts. That means we're doing all right. There's a couple of thousand trucking podcasts. I didn't realise there were that many. But Feedspot have ranked us at number 66, so... There you go. It's only taken us a couple of two or three years to crack the top 100 worldwide. I've got to say that uh, Copy Southbound have beaten us a little bit and our friends from over the ditch on the Keep On Moving podcast are in position number 28. So we've got a bit of work to do yet. The rankings are based on the relevancy. Your industrial blogs like us are sort of whether we... Uh, brand related or not we're not so you get a bit of a higher rating for that Uh, social media followers and counts and engagements and how old you are so we're doing all right Uh, and so are our friends over the ditch and so are our mates copy southbound Uh, bruce does a pretty good job there restoring and recording the history of trucking in australia so we're all happy about that this week on the show we've got andy interviewing jason from darlinghurst Bob McMillan is back with something to talk about. He just gets right on the soapbox there. We've got the news, of course, and another one from Darlinghurst. Darlinghurst is one of my favourite bands that Andy's uh, had on the show, so I like them a lot. That's it, a bit of an abbreviated show this week. The interview I had planned to do didn't work out, uh, and because I've been working on Truck and Life magazine and getting that all sorted out, we're in a bit of a bind time-wise, so... We moved the podcast to Monday. Uh, I did mention that we were going to do that a little while ago. It has now happened. We've moved the podcast to Monday, and from now on, Monday morning will be where you'll hear the podcast. Obviously, we're maintaining the Wednesday night live show, and we're also maintaining the Saturday night live show. Uh, If you want to participate in the show at any time, you just call in on 0491 825 633. That's 0491 or send a message and we will be more than happy to uh, to accommodate you on the show if you want to come on and have your say. Now, on last Saturday's show, we had a conversation about what's been going on at Bogabilla. In the meantime, I've been trying to get some answers from the New South Wales Police Minister about what's going on with policing at Bogabilla. I expect to get an answer to that in the near future and we'll be bringing that to you hopefully on the Wednesday night live show. So tune into that one. Between 7 and 9 o'clock on Wednesday night, we'll be live with Craig and myself. I think Yogi's not going to be available this Wednesday. We'll see. And we're going to have Mr Greg Casey back on the show, the uh, fellow that's doing his PhD in policing and wanting to talk a a little bit about fatigue. We're going to give you all of his contact details because you need to contact him to participate in this important study that he's doing. We'll talk about that a little bit more. Righto, 
Time to get on with it. Uh, a little bit of an abbreviated show, as I said this week. That's the way it goes. Uh, we try, we're doing the best we can. Take it easy out there, and uh, we'll catch up with you after. Here's Andy. G'day, Andy here once again, bringing you some fresh new music from one of the hottest Aussie acts in the country. This week, the band we're featuring has grown to be one of our favourites here on the road, and being given an opportunity to catch up with them again, well, we just couldn't let the chance go by. Golden Guitar winners at Tamworth in 2022, winning the coveted New Talent of the Year award, and constantly slaying the crowds with their energetic country rock style, along with brilliant harmonies and great songs. The band, of course, is Darlinghurst, and we're joined once again by Jason Resch. Jason, it's been a while since we last spoke, mate, so it's great to catch up again. Welcome back. Yeah, it has been a while. Thanks for having me back. Mate, always a pleasure. Over that time, since our last chat, you've been winning awards, playing all the best festivals and shows across the country alongside the cream of Aussie music talent. It's been a big year for Darlinghurst. Yeah, we've kept pretty busy and, and yeah, some pretty uh, awesome experiences have happened for us and all that. But yeah, we're just chugging along and doing our thing and we're very pleased people are, you know, sort of digging what we've been doing. So it's been awesome. Yeah, well, certainly people are digging what you're doing. What have you been up to? What have been some of the highlights for you? I've uh, been doing a lot of gigs of recent and then obviously with our new single out at the moment. So we're just gigging, writing new songs and they're just looking forward to getting back on the road again. Cool. Well, that's a good point. There's still a lot of 2023 left. Looking at the list of upcoming shows you've got, you won't be slowing down anytime soon by the look of it. No, it'll be a few hops and jumps from one city to another, I guess. But, you know, we love performing and all that, so, you know, it just comes with the nature of doing what you do, just long hour driving, as probably a lot of listeners know, and and it's just more part of it. Yeah. Well, you guys do a lot of travelling together, and you seem to get on pretty well as a unit, almost like a family, so it's probably not exactly hardship doing it. Yeah, it does. It's much easier when things aren't working together, in in a sense. Yeah. Yeah, we make best of the travelling situations because we all live quite far apart as well, so we make best of it as good as we can. Yeah, it's amazing you can pull it all together when you do work from separate regions and stuff. Yeah, we try our best. A lot of organisation with, you know, what we need to do and what we want to get done and stuff like that. So, yeah, it's just preparation. I think preparation is always the key in in my anyways. Yeah, for sure. Now, we're going to be playing the new single, Pretty Doesn't Make You Good, shortly, mate. But before we do, can you fill us in a bit of the background, the story that led to the writing and recording of the song? What's it all about? Yeah, Pretty Doesn't Make You Good sort of came about from just a songwriting session that we had. And I guess it sort of took on a world of its own, like most sort of songs do, I guess, with how we've been writing it. You know, the Pretty Doesn't Make You Good title pretty much sums up what I guess the song's about, you know. And, And I guess we just sort of followed that route and, yeah, just put a bit of a message out there, I guess. It is a bit of that cliche of, you know, being yourself, but there's a truth to why it's such a cliche. And, is you know, it is very important to be yourself and not to try and get too caught up in trying to compare yourself to other things or, or people or anything like that. It's a much healthier option, I think, in our perspective anyway, of staying true to who you are and not worrying too much about what other people think. Yeah, for sure. It, easier said than done sometimes, though. Oh, absolutely. I think it's all work in progress for everybody. For everyone, yeah. Yeah, in some shape or form. But that's just, I think, just our perspective on it. And, yeah, I think it's much better to be happy, whatever perfection means to anyone. I don't think it really exists. It's up to the eyes of the holder, in my perspective. Yeah, it's what works for you. Well, it is a very positive song and it's a great message running through it. 
Have you got any more recording planned in the near future? Yes. I'm just actually demoing some songs at the moment before having a late breakfast. So, I'm uh, yes, some new songs definitely on the way. And, yeah, looking forward to putting it out there when in good time. But, yeah, very excited about the new single, Pretty Doesn't Make It Good Out. So we hope listeners love it and look forward to seeing you at one of our shows soon. Well, speaking of your shows, I've put you on the spot here. I hope you've got a list in front of you. What have you got coming up, mate? <laughs> We've got a sold-out gig at the Arco Barn Henderson in Victoria on Saturday the 24th of June. Mm-hmm. We're back in Victoria on the 11th of August at the Sookie Lounge in Belgrave. Right. And then we head up to Sydney uh, to the Beer Shed on Saturday the 9th of August. We played there a few months ago just in an acoustic sort of form. Right. But we're going to be bringing the full band this time, so we're looking forward to returning to the Beer Shed. Cool. And you've got Friday the 3rd of November, the SSNA Club in Albury? Yes, we do, and we've also got the cruise and country gig. We hop on a ship. Oh, you're on the cruise? Yeah, hop on a ship. So it'll be my first time on a ship, to be honest, so we'll see how we go. Yeah, well, we were chatting with one of your mates a, a week or two ago, and I offered to come on as guitar tech and road crew, but apparently the queue for the job's fairly long, so I oh. don't <laughs> <laughs> Look, I've heard that these crews, you know, they're a lot of fun and great to just be around live music on ocean, so it's good. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure it's a long line for us for a reason. Yeah, as long as you don't get seasick. And I think one more, Saturday the 4th of November, Molesworth Bluegrass and Country Music Festival. Yes, yeah, so we're hopping all over the place. It's going to be good to be back out there and, and performing again. So, yeah, looking forward to it. Yeah, notable omission there. Nothing in Queensland. We've got plans for Queensland soon. Oh, absolutely. I think, it's, yeah, we sort of leave that to the managers to sort that out and, and yeah, definitely want to head back to Queensland and, and Tasmania as well and sort of just wherever we, you know, we're able to perform. We love performing. So, uh, yeah, absolutely, definitely plans to come out to Queensland. Yeah, well, with a broad fan base such as you have, there's a lot of country for you to cover to keep everyone happy. Yeah, and, and probably, uh, you know, escape a bit of this cold wintery uh, sort of feels down here in Melbourne. So, yes, absolutely. Yeah, well, you're not going to escape it in Queensland at the moment. It's as chilly as up here, but anyway. Oh, is it? Mm. Now, once again, Jason, for our listeners to find, uh, for those that didn't have time to sit down then with a pen and paper and write it down, um, for our listeners to find your upcoming shows, news about the band, all that, where do they go to? Yeah, to our social media pages. We've got our website, darlinghurst-band.com, and that's got also links to our Facebook page, our Instagram page, the Spotify I'm sure there's a MySpace or something in there as well. So, yes, it's just darlinghurst-band.com and that sort of links, you know, everywhere to latest news, our merchandise, upcoming gigs and everything Darlinghurst. Fantastic. Well, our returning guest this week has been Jason from Darlinghurst. Jason, thank you again for sparing us some time for a chat. No, I appreciate it. Thank you for your support as always and, and thanks for everyone listening and safe travels out there and look forward to speaking to you again soon. Please give our best to Pagan and Matt and Cassie. I'll pass it on. Now, to close out the interview, would you please introduce your new single for us, mate? This is our new single called Pretty Doesn't Make You Good by Darlinghurst. Appreciate you guys listening. Thank you. Hey, girl, I beg your pardon. Stop acting like a fool, darling. Because, honey, pretty, pretty doesn't make you good. Don't go and change your face. You'll be looking like you're out of space. Though you tried some cut and paste, you're upside down. Cause real love, it takes some time. A good heart is hard to find. Like a diamond in the rough, you're
There's nothing more devastating for a truck operator than to be involved in a serious road incident. We've all seen the impact of heavy vehicle accidents and at these times, when people are most vulnerable, it's critical that they have immediate support from a strong, stable, reliable and experienced organisation. NTI is Australia's number one truck insurer, the specialist you can count on to protect your transport and logistics assets, with the know-how to take control of the situation and the capability to reduce lost income by getting trucks back on the road again as soon as possible. Specialist products, experienced people, accredited repair and recovery networks and industry advocacy is what we do. It's our specialty and we've been doing it for more than 45 years. For more information, visit the website at nti.com.au or go to the NTI Facebook page. Kermie here from Trucking with Kermie. I listen to On The Road podcasts every week. And when that's done, you might like to pop over to Trucking with Kermie on Facebook for my take on trucking and the people who make the industry what it is. Catch you over there. And in the meantime, take care of you. Hi there. Uh, the Australian Public Service uh, has a Secretary for Public Sector Reform, a person by the name of Gordon de Brower, or Brewer. Um, he's just come up to some pretty interesting findings, taking a swipe at the more ambitious elements of Australian public service culture that allowed robo-debt and other things to fester before anything was done about it. He summed up his findings by saying, quote, when it comes to things like integrity, it's not a woke concept. It's actually just the law. It's a basic legal requirement on you doing your job, the APS reform chief told the uh, public servants themselves. Uh, he flagged that there was a lot of improvement needed to address performance management across the service and achieve outcomes with integrity and transparency. 
Well, that's very interesting. And uh, while this is uh, an inquiry into the behaviour of the National Public Service, I'm pretty sure we've got some uh, similar problems in Queensland at the moment. And uh, one of them... Uh, radiates around the problem of road safety and road deaths. Queensland's experiencing a record number of road deaths this year and uh, the public servants uh, involved have come up with this wonderful idea that we ought to create uh, a licence test for everyone when they renew their licence. Well, what that's got to do with saving uh, deaths on our roads right now is totally beyond me. I've just come back up through the Gregory Development Road from Roma to uh, or to Charters Towers, came that way coming home from Toowoomba. And all along there, there's rough rough surface signs, slowed to 80, um, deep shoulder drop-offs, uh, drive, drive safely. Well, while there's dangerous roads and people not being drug tested or alcohol tested as often as they should be, I saw one police car on duty from Cardwell to Brisbane, and back via Toowoomba both ways. So where are the people out there doing their job promoting road safety and ensuring it? While these things are going on, the last thing we need to be doing is putting a Band-Aid on a boil by, by asking people to do licence tests when they renew their licence. I would like to think that the great majority of people on the road are professional, but those that are affected by drugs, those that are, that are in oversized vehicles heading down narrow gutted roads with deep drop-offs and not much chance of recovering things if if something goes wrong. Some of the drop-offs are bad enough to create a blow-out blow in a steer tyre and something, well, on a heavy vehicle, for instance. Um, I've even seen results of four-wheel drives blowing tyres on these edges when they've had to move over or maybe they've lost control, I don't know. But anyway, there's a lot of things need dealing with as far as road safety in Queensland goes before we worry about something as casual and as simple as knowledge about the rules of the law. We need to keep up with the rules of the law at all times and the government could probably even do a better job of, of letting people know when changes occur. But in the meantime... Um, there's a total lack of integrity and transparency in Queensland and maybe that the uh, Queensland Government and the Queensland Public Service needs to be taking notice of Mr De Brewer and doing a better job of saving lives instead of talking crap. Thank you. Catch you later. Have you ever come up behind a caravan wearing a big green sticker that says I'm truck friendly? It's simply telling you that the driver you're following is a part of a growing safety-minded community of caravanners who actually want to help other road users, have a good understanding of safe towing practices and have a UHF radio switched on and ready to communicate. If you too want to be a part of the solution and not the problem, find out more about the great truck-friendly caravan road safety program by visiting their Facebook page or website at www.truckfriendly.com.au. Here on the road, it's time for the news. Hey Mike, episode 145, mate. Time flies. 145. I tell you what, it doesn't feel like it does. It's nearly three years. It is three years, isn't it? It is, yeah. Getting close to it. Scary stuff. Yeah. yeah. How are you faring all right? You For knowing me that long, you're still okay? Uh, no, I'm okay. Are you okay? Oh, just. <laughs> I had someone on the phone the other day <laughs> said to me that he'd listened to like 50 episodes in a row and I asked him if it was all right if he needed help. Jeez. His voice was life. trembling. His voice yeah. was trembling. I mean, I could be... <laughs> I bet it was. 
I couldn't even listen to me for that long, dear Lord. Yeah. You'd yeah, have to wonder, there's a reward of some sort for that. Oh, he's fishing for a cap. That's what he was fishing. He was fishing for a cap. But he's, you'd be right. We'll sort him out. Geez, I wouldn't want to listen to 50 episodes of the podcast for a cap. I'd want more than that. <laughs> <laughs> Cold hard cash, mate. Cold hard cash. That's, that's yeah. Or pies. Pies always work. Yeah, pies are good. Now, I thought I'd, I'd update you. As you know, mate, we've been working on renovating and doing the place up, trying to get it ready to sell and all that. Yep. Yep. So the bride's had me busy in the garden, always fun. Yes. So she made the decision yesterday we needed a flowering hedge planted along the side fence. Oh, Lord, no. Yeah, yeah, I needed another little project. Oh, anyway, so yeah. off we went to the local nursery. You know, now, I like to get in there, get out quickly, just grab what we need, pay for it and go. Yeah, surgical strike. Yep, that's the way yeah, to go. Yeah, but she's a, she's a bit of a browser. Mm. She likes to spend her time looking at everything in the place. Oh, so. yes. I was standing waiting impatiently by the checkout when I heard her calling me from the other side of the garden centre. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sounded quite excited, so I thought I'd better investigate. Yeah. There she was, standing in the middle of the flowering shrubs, waving her hands about in the air and carrying on like a pork chop. Mm. I asked her why she was carrying on like that, and she said, I just saw Michael J. Fox. <laughs> I told her she was imagining it. Why would Michael J. Fox be in our garden centre? And she just pointed and said, look, He's over there with his back to the future. Oh, God. Sure enough, there he was. <laughs> anyway, it mate. Doesn't get, it doesn't get any better. It just does no, not get not better. not likely to either. Oh. What news have we got we're not going to talk about this week, mate? Well, we're not going to talk about the New England Highway overpass that's opened ahead of schedule because it's the first thing that's ever been opened ahead of schedule. I'd be amazed if it was opened under budget as well. Yeah. Uh, we're not going to talk about the nominations for the 2023 Australian Freight Industry Award because they're now open. You can find out all about that. The busy Queensland intersection has reopened. I don't understand why this is news. Hmm. Uh, a Gold Coast fleet has embarked on its final run. That's right. They're selling all their trucks. Well done. So there's going to be some more trucks at the auctions. Apparently, that's news as well. Yeah. There's a fellow chasing the sun in style in his custom motorhome. He's got an old Peterbilt, and they've got a trailer that turned into a caravan behind it. Nice. That's news. Mm. That's news. But we're uh, not talk about it. We're not going to talk about that. Yet another load board open so people can go into the Dutch auction and not get paid enough to cart freight. <laughs> that's all the news that's not news, or I should say sponsored content on some of the other web pages. So. No, yeah, good. Anyway, there you go, mate. That's, that's news that's not news. Let's move on to the serious stuff. On to the serious stuff. Well, we did a shout-out a little while back calling for truckies to join a convoy in Queensland to support terminally ill truckie Sean Chucky Cronin and his yep. bride on their wedding day. Yeah. You've got an update on the story, mate, well, and unfortunately some sad news. It's some sad news, yeah. Chucky uh, did manage to get uh, get married to his beautiful bride. Uh, mm. Haley and Sean were married on the 23rd of April uh, this year, and unfortunately uh, Chucky's finally lost his battle with, with cancer, mm. and uh, he's, he's shuffled off to, uh, to meet his maker, and... Uh, there's some photos there. Uh, owner driver have got some photos. If you want to go and have a look, taken by uh, my mate Warren Aitken of the of the wedding convoy and things like that. Uh, Eastwells did support the uh, the marriage, you know, the, you know, the convoy and everything. They got all of his mates home for the wedding, 
and and did what they could do. He was on the road for over thirty years. Yeah. Um, and uh, unfortunately, you know, it, it happens to everyone. No doubt about that. But uh, he he's uh, his life came to an end on the thirty first so of May. So. Mm. Harley and the children, their children, were, were there together and uh, saw him off. So rest in peace, Chucky, and, and um, we'll see you on the highway in the sky later on, mate. Absolutely. And the guys did a great job and it was a really special day for, for both of them and, and their eight kids. And uh, yeah. thanks to everyone that got involved and made sure it was special. It was a good thing. Yeah, yeah. All right, let's uh, let's go on with something else. Mm. Sorry, mate, that's taking the wind out of me. So I was a little bit that one. We shouldn't have started with that. We should have finished with it. It does. Though. Mate, Transport for New South Wales announced that it will be installing innovative new freight cameras across the state, which use world-class machine learning technology that can be used to help understand freight movements and reduce congestion. Yeah, in other words, they're going to be spying on us from the side of the road. Uh, a cynical way of looking at it, mate. Well, it won't be much longer, mate, before they'll all be able to, you know, you'll be farting in the cabin and they'll be able to know what, what it smells like. What you uh, ate. Uh, yeah. <laughs> what you had. Did you, did you have that breakfast burrito or not? You know, <laughs> high definition pictures of heavy vehicles taken by the cameras, which are then classified by the type of vehicle in transit and the type of cargo being transported. Call me a cynic. I just did. But if. <laughs> But if they're looking at tort liners going past, how are they going to classify the type of cargo being transported? They won't be able to tell if it's timber or boxes of fruit, will they? Mate, if it's innovative technology, surely it'll have X-ray vision as well. And <laughs> that's a scary thought. Mm. Remember those remember those those ads you used to see in the comic books with the Superman X-ray vision glasses? X-ray specs. X-ray specs. <laughs> My mum wouldn't let me buy them. Wouldn't she? No. That's terrible. She was scared I was going to run around and look at girls. <laughs> well, that's Which a... was primarily exactly what I had in mind. Well, anyway. That's exactly <laughs> what boys would be doing. But uh, uh, Transport for New South Wales uh, uh, sort of, sort of seem to think they want to better understand freight movements with the aim of assisting long-term planning for the movement of goods in New South Wales. Admirable. You don't need to take pictures of the trucks to do that. Just need to count the bastards. That's mm. all you need to do, Right. Mm. And, uh, you know, it's, it's like if you've got nothing to hide, you've got nothing to worry about. They could use retired cricket umpires, mate, with those little clickers they have for measuring the number of balls. <laughs> Just standing on the side of the road in there, all whites. And that's quick, right. Quick, 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 yeah. That's right. So where they are at the moment, current locations for these new cameras are Shanbridge at Gundagai. Well, we've all seen those. Hexham Bridge, Stockton Bridge, Tyshill Bridge, Newcastle. Foreshore Road on Port Botany, we've all seen. Moorbank Avenue, Moorbank. Cockfighters Bridge at Wollombi Brook. Thomas Mitchell uh, Drive and Muzzle Brook. Kerr Lewis Railway, Newell Highway, Lizard. Newell Highway, Newell Highway, Newell Highway. So if you're driving up and down the Newell Highway, you'll get your photograph taken three or four times. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just all to collect the data because they need the data. Look, I've got no problem with them collecting data. I just question the way they're doing it, you know. Um, taking high-definition photos, you wait. I mean, we've got the cameras now that can tell if you're on the phone. We've got the cameras now that you can tell if you're not wearing your seatbelt. You've got cameras now that do this and do that. They rely on cameras rather than frontline enforcement agencies. It really does make me wonder. You can't convince me 
that these cameras won't end up being used for enforcement. No, seems fairly logical. Oh, maybe I'm just cynical. Mm, maybe. Next. The 2023 Alexandra Truck, Ute and Rod show rolled out again last weekend, mate, proving to be the biggest yet in its 26-year history. Mate, yes, uh, a lot of stuff down there at Alexandra. Unfortunately, uh, we didn't get down there. The Yogi was busy travelling across this great land, bringing a dirty great big thing over to uh, New South Wales, and I was sort of tied up here and Craig was tied up, so we didn't get to go down there. Unfortunately, we missed it. Just a suggestion, if anyone's listening that's one of the organisers of the Alexandra Truck, Ute and Rod show, if you really want to get big crowds, let's make 2024 the Alexandra Truck, Ute, Rod and Motorcycle show. <laughs> just a hint, just a tip. Just, just a hint, just a hint. 350 registered trucks, 32 registered rods hmm. and the biggest event in 26 years with over 15,000 people attending. They raised $33,000 for charity. Obviously, they missed a couple of years to uh, COVID, but everything's coming back. There's a great big long list of uh, of people who won prizes. Uh, let me see who wasn't the Kenworth. <laughs> a couple of Mac Superliners, of course. Uh, a Mac Trident and a Scania. Mm. Best Euro Best Euro truck was won by a Scania because it obviously couldn't win any of the other ones. But we we won't go there. <laughs> All right, that's good. That's the Alexandra Truck and Rod Show, mate. Some lovely trucks there for that. Mm. And I've, I've seen some of the pictures from there. Uh, my old mate at uh, Ararat Truck Spotting had a heap of pictures up on his Facebook page. So go and have a look at those if you want to. And uh, yeah. Yeah, take it from there. Our yeah. Alexandra Truck Show. Always big. Let's get the bikes involved next year. You never know, you might find an old Trumpy rolling down from Queensland. Yeah. Mike, the CEO of one of WA's biggest livestock haulage operations, has called on state and federal governments to create the role of dedicated freight ministers around the country with a focus on sorting out transport industry issues. Wouldn't that be nice if we could have someone that we could just... Wouldn't it be nice? Wouldn't it be nice? It sounds like an ad, doesn't it? It does. Mitchell's Livestock Transport, they're a third-generation business. John Mitchell's the boss. Uh, he's very, very concerned about... Uh, the industry's future. Obviously, they're based in Western Australia, but they've got the same sort of issues over there that we've got here. Uh, you know, some of the things that need to be sorted out in Western Australia certainly need to be sorted out on the East Coast as well. In fact, mm. in a lot of ways, I think the uh, the West Coast is a little bit better off than we are over here. As as, I, as he says, our industry is just one of those things. We've, we've gone ahead. We've always got the job done, no matter what happens, no matter what the regulatory change, no matter what the challenge we always seem as though we can find a way around it. We've always been pretty industrious mm. in, in, in our, in our uh, area of endeavour to get things done. There are going to be good operators that are going to stay afloat, but there are going to be fewer of them. There's no doubt about that. Now, we look at all this legislation that, that is uh, being looked at by the Labor Party at the moment for the, with the, uh, and I hate to say safe rates, but that's what the word that they're using. Mm. And some of it's overdue. We do need to talk about some of this stuff. It disturbs me that things that we argued about in 1979 are rearing their ugly heads again. And uh, you know, things like road user charges and things like that, which are just, you know, we've been paying those for a little while now, but they're starting to get out of hand. Trucking has always been the cash cow that's floated a lot of our economy. We're, we're a $50 billion industry every yep. year trucking, $50 billion. Mm. 
inside a $1 trillion economy. That means we're 5% of the gross domestic product of this country. We think in trucking particularly, and I agree with Mitchell, we deserve proper representation and proper considerations of what our issues are. Makes sense. Right? 5% of the nation's GDP. Hmm. Uh, and if you have a look around from around the various states, you'll see that all the ministers are all got you know, other portfolios as well. You know, we've got three ministers involved in transport in New South Wales. Mm. Right, Jenny Atchison, Regional Transport and Roads Minister, member for Maitland, which we've talked to. John Graham is a minister for roads, but he's also the minister for arts. He's also the minister for music and nighttime economy. He's also minister for jobs and tourism. Good he's mix. not focusing on roads, is he? <laughs> right. And Joe Halen is the Minister for Transport. Yeah, in Victoria, it's the same. Jacinta Allen uh, is a minister for three things. Melissa Horn, minister for five things. Western Australia, uh, Safiotti, couple of, he's the treasurer, minister for transport, planning and ports, minister for tourism. Papalia, four other ministries, Queensland. And the list goes on. Every single one of these transport ministers have got more than just transport on their plate. There are a num- uh, yeah. it's, it's like an afterthought. Hmm. We shouldn't be an afterthought. Without trucks, Australia stops, and we all know that to be true. Mm. COVID proved just how important the trucking industry is to this country. Yep. And everyone likes to think, oh, we can move it on the rail. Well, bad news, it doesn't get to the trains unless it's on a truck first. Yep. It doesn't get off the trains to the stores unless it's on a truck. That's it. Our role in the economy in this country is ubiquitous. We're everywhere. We are absolutely everywhere. The only thing we don't deliver are babies. The stork's got the contract. Yes. But, and he's a little bit hard to shift. He's been doing it for a while. Mm. So, so we need to think about the realities of what we're doing. And it is about time. I agree with Mr. Mitchell uh, and also Cam Dumsney from uh, Western Roads Federation. Cam, the Kim Kardashian of transport in Australia. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm sure he'd love that. Oh, he does. He called it to himself. Um, he agrees. <laughs> we agrees. There's no money quoting him. <laughs> he agrees that there needs to. I thought he was actually quite an intelligent. No, man. he is. He is. He is a very intelligent man. I talked to him a bit. He used to be in the army, you know. Yeah. Yeah. We won't hold that against him, of course. You know. But I'm still uh, trying to get the Kardashian connection. Anyway. <laughs> well, it's the way he dresses. Have you seen the way he dresses? No, no, I haven't. He's, you know, he's a, he's a, he's a, he's a fashion palette. He is. He's just an absolute. Icon of fashion. Oh, Has he got yeah. a big butt too? He does. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now we're, we're getting we're we're, making, we're laughing about a serious subject. I'm here about trying to be serious, and, yeah. and and we're taking the Mickey out of old mate Cam. G'day Cam, how are you, mate? I know you're listening. Love you, Cam. Love your work. <laughs> Love your work. Mm. Um, no, your butt doesn't look big in that. <laughs> with Cam and with Mr. Mitchell as well, we do need to have dedicated transport ministers. It's about time someone started to take our industry a little bit more seriously. Indeed. And uh, yeah, there endeth the lesson, young man. Hey, listen, I'm getting on, mate, in years, as we all know. Yep. As photographs of me <laughs> would indicate. Now, I've just recently discovered what memes are all about. Oh, right, eh? And it's it's like a whole new world to me. It's exciting. But one came across my screen yesterday on Twitter and I just wanted to share it. And you've probably seen it, most of you guys, but it was just lovely. 
and it's a guy walking along and he's got a bird sitting on his hat on his head and he's got his uh, little stick with his his rucksack on that hanging off the back and he comes across this sign and it says warning this is an inclusive society and if we feel you are talking thinking or behaving in a non-inclusive way you will be excluded <laughs> and i just love that yeah. i just thought that really sums it that up that does doesn't it mm. that's that's more news we don't need to talk about that, really that's right well it's news yeah yeah. Thought for the week, Mike. Please. The first step towards getting somewhere is when you decide you're no longer happy to stay where you are. Indeed. Mm. Yeah. Hence the rebirth of truck and life, mate. Indeed. Roll on. Roll on. Right, eh? Well, we look forward to uh, reading your music thing, mate. I read that uh, yesterday when you when you when it was finally sort of submitted, and <laughs> <laughs> oh, subtle. <laughs> I was right on deadline. You were right on the deadline. Well done, go you. Mm, no, no, but sorry about the photo of me there. I hope that didn't that was, make you lose that, too much. That sleep. was scary, mate. I looked at that and I thought, dear Lord. <laughs> but anyway. <laughs> we might leave that one out. No, no, I've got to put it in. The, the designer said everyone's got to have a head and shoulders themselves beside their story. Right. I don't know whether that's to distract attention or uh, to give someone somewhere to focus while they're, you know, I don't know. But anyway, that's there, so... Perhaps I should have used someone else's head and shoulders on mine. I thought about putting it on mine, that's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. What, mine? Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. All right. Then people will read your article and go, look at that drivel. But yeah. Look at the photo. What would you expect? Yeah, yeah. yeah well, yeah. look at that guy. He's an Adonis. Right. Well, mate, I'm going to get my gum boots on, get my gardening gloves on and get back to the future. Go and see if you can find Michael J. <laughs> Have a good one, man. You too, buddy. See ya. G'day, guys. How you going? As you know, the Trucking Life magazine is back and it's going to be available at the Casino Truck Show. But if you're not going to be there, the best way to get it is to get your yearly subscription and you'll get four magazines throughout the year, quarterly, delivered to your doorstep. Absolutely action-packed with articles, new riders, some of the old that you probably remember from years ago, old trucks, new trucks, big posters in the middle. There's got to be heaps. So jump over, get your yearly subscription for just 60 bucks, and that's four magazines throughout the year. Otherwise... We'll see you at the Casino Truck Show for our first read. Oh, yeah, I nearly forgot. Head over to truckinglife.net.au. Don't miss out. This is Jackson James, and you're listening to On The Road Podcast and Radio. Taking us out of the show this week, here's our featured band, Darlinghurst, back once more with a killer track called Sorry Won't Get You Back.
supposed to have it all together And when they ask how you're doing Just smile and tell them never better We just wanted to stop by for a moment and say, G'day, how are you? No, I mean, how are you, really? Physical and mental health is a significant issue for the Australian road transport and logistics industries. Risk factors like long hours, workplace isolation, pressure to meet deadline deliveries and the need for continual alertness all contribute to making us vulnerable to physical and mental health issues. As much as it might feel that way sometimes, you are not alone. There are some incredible people and organisations in our industry whose sole focus is on helping you to stay healthy in body, mind and spirit. All these numbers and addresses are listed on our website at ontheroadpodcast.com.au. Take care of yourselves. We really just want to see everyone get home safe and well. On the Road is proudly brought to you by NTI, Australia's leading transport and logistics insurer, and... Queensland Rail, committed to improving safety through engineering, innovation and education. Play nice with each other and most of all, stay safe out there. Bye for now. Bye-bye. The team here at On The Road believe in the right to free speech and whilst we might not always be in agreement with the views of our guests and contributors, we support their right to hold and express those opinions. 